What's up, everyone? Welcome to another edition of the Best Women's Boxing Show, period. I'm Cynthia Conte and my lovely co-host. And I'm Giandra LaBeouf. And so Cynthia has her glasses <laughs> on. I am going to put my little granny spectacles on, too. Mine are not granny spectacles, okay, guys? I just can't see. <laughs> I got granny <laughs> spectacles because I'm a little low-key getting the little eyes are a little deteriorating. But we're back in another great episode of the Best Women's Boxing Show. Period. period. Oh, this is a good one. You know how high I'm on, the, how high I am on this fighter yes. that we're gonna be bringing on. Man, this is exciting. This is the, uh, we've this been is talking about him so many times. The next best thing, next to a baked sliced bread, baked sliced apple pie. Okay, and he is ready to do it. <laughs> so should, I'm gonna let you bring him in because I mean I am big on him, but you are super big on oh him. Oh my so god! I'm gonna let you bring this uh, this gentleman, this champion, this uh, great boxing example of what greatness looks like at a young age and on the come up. So bring him on in. We got the rising welterweight superstar. This is a man that called out to go fishing with the big fish. Big fish. We got Boots, Jerron Ennis. What's up, yo? What's up? Nah, thank you. Thank you, Jerron, for uh, joining us. You have no idea from the minute that we've even, uh, we saw you even fight before the fight on the Charlo Castaño 2 uh, card. We have seen your name. We always say, man, this guy is dangerous. But unfortunately, you can't get a fight for the life of you. But I get it because the the belts are being held up by uh, Errol Spence Jr. and Terrence Crawford, as they should right now. But mm -hmm. now, ever since your, um, oh, my God, your freaking knockout. I mean, okay, let me just go through. Okay, these are the notable names. I mean, forget the 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 names in your earlier record, but you're 29-0 by, by way of 27 knockouts. Good mm -hmm. Lord. So you had Chris Van Heerden. Yes. Which was a no contest, unfortunately, because of the head clash. And I was so, so sad because I interviewed Chris about that fight and he was so excited. But unfortunately, that happened. Right. Then you had right. Thomas DeLorme, mm -hmm. first round first round knockout. Sergey Lipinets, six round knockout. Mm -hmm. And then Cusio mm -hmm. Clayton, second round knockout. And I was you, at that fight. Yeah, right? On her birthday. <laughs> on my birthday. You gave her a beautiful knockout hey, on her birthday. birthday. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And you, you no it was you, every, every knockout you delivered is effortless and with a smile with the smile <laughs> <boots>. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah and, and and you know what you are the one that everyone talks about that you are a danger you are very you're dangerous in the division and the only people that mm. you want obviously now you have errol spence for the ibf you're the uh, you're mm. the mandatory let's talk about that like i said it's only it's only meaningful fights from here on out i don't want no no, uh, you know, nothing less than, you know, champions or, or somebody with a big name. <laughs> so many people across the board are high on you. Do you take time to take a victory lap and look at that type of stuff? When you hear all these people just coming out of the woodwork saying your name after so many years of working hard and getting to this level, how does that make you feel? I mean, it makes me feel good, but um, at the end of the day, the job not done, I, you know, I got World titles to get, you know, uh, become undisputed at 47, you know, and then do it at 54 and then 60. So I, I appreciate all the love with the job not done. <laughs> I mean, think about that. You just said you could be undisputed. There's so many people that go one, from one belt, holding on to another belt and fighting for mm -hmm. unification. If I, on uh, the, the fight with Terrence Crawford is most likely supposed to happen. They say it's already in the books. But if, God forbid, if that fight falls out, 
you maybe could be next in line, depending on the other uh, <laughs> mandatories. You could possibly un be almost undisputed. Think about that. Like how fast you could be that. Or if 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 Terrence Crawford or um, uh, Errol Spence wins, you could be undisputed mm. at twenty four. At twenty four years old. Right. Holy shit. Yeah, that that would <laughs> be a that would be a blessing. You know. Uh, you know. That's uh, something, one of my goals, and I, I can't wait, you know, and I may come to pass, you know. And when I win those world titles, those belts are going to go around my dad, not me. <laughs> so that is, is always the goal for a fight. Well, not for all fighters. Some fighters are just chasing the bag, but you seem to be mm -hmm. chasing history in addition to being well compensated. So when you think mm -hmm. about the possibilities of achieving that goal at such a young age, what does that big picture look like for you? What do you want to do? with this sport, what do you want your legacy to be? You know, me fighting the best fighters that's out right now, and, you know, uh, fighting all the top guys, you know, uh, bringing that old school feel back, you know, like back in the day, like Tommy Hearns and Sue Leonard and the rest of those guys, and, you know, and be undisputed in three or four different weight classes. And I don't think nobody did that yet. So that's that's my goal. I want to do that, you know, uh, and break a lot of records, things like that. And, you know, be an example for the kids and everybody else that look up to me. You said you want to bring back that old school type of feel. What do you think is missing in boxing right now that's keeping us from that attachment, that nostalgia, that excitement of what boxing used to be? What's the what do you think is the missing component? Uh I think everybody right now, everybody just focusing on like on the money. I feel like and um sometimes you gotta sacrifice the money, you know, to to become great, you know, and uh and do the historic thing. So I think that's what it is. I, that's what everybody just, I feel like everybody just need to, some people just need to forget about the money and just lock in, you know, because uh, the money going to come regardless. So you missing out on one, one big payday ain't going to uh, do too much damage. So I feel like that's what missing out. That's what everybody missing out on right now. So I feel like we need to get back to that old school film, you know, bring them, them big fights and them big names. You get the fans what they want, give us what we want. When you do that, you know, uh, there's more, you're going to generate more money. I wish more fighters, fighters said that. That's exactly when Leonard Ellerbe was here. It's you have to be pretty boy before you become mm -hmm. Money Mayweather, mm -hmm. and right. that's exactly the the thought process that you can't you can't just be demanding money for a fight that mm -hmm. if you're not worth it. Exactly. Yeah. When, exactly. when Leonard Ellerbe was here with us recently, he's super high on you. Oh yeah. He told a story <laughs> of um, you know of Floyd calling him like, "Who is this kid Boots? Who is this guy Boots?" Did you did you know about that? Have you had any conversations with them? Because when I see you out or even at the fight you were just fighting at um, Dignity Health mm -hmm. in L.A., people show you a lot of love. Uh, yeah, it was definitely show me a lot of love. I, I, I walked from my dressing room to my to my seat, and it took me about like forty minutes <laughs> to get to my seat. So he definitely was showing a lot of love. Leonard Ellaby, I talked to Leonard Ellaby about I think twice. I talked to him when he was in Atlanta for, for tank fight uh, when he fought Barrios. I talked to him. Uh, I never talked to Floyd, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I appreciate the love. <laughs> you know, it's a, it's a blessing. You know, they be having you know, uh, you know, a legend. You know, talking about me and uh, giving me high praise and stuff like that. So. I mean, good. he said, uh, based on what Leonard Ellerby said in our interview, you have to see the clip or you have to watch the interview with Leonard. He was mm -hmm. like, my God, Boots, like, who is this? Like, he is the next best thing. He's going to be a future, like a future champion or a champion just mm -hmm. like Floyd. Um, it was a few years back and Floyd called me. He was somewhere out of the country. 
He was like, yo, L. He was like, who the F is this dude, Boots? He was like, he is the real deal. And I was like, I've been telling you that. He said, we need to, like, we need to get him. And I said, just be patient. You know, I, I said, he's a tremendous fighter. He's, he's, he's working with this person right here, and they're doing a really good job with them. And we never interfere with anything anybody else has going, you know, got going. But um, he's definitely going to be the future. And Floyd thinks so high of him, like, the success in the ring. Like, he's like, he's going to be a fighter that's going to be like him. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I didn't, I didn't hear that part. I didn't know. Oh, didn't yeah. <laughs> you know, but. We're going to send you that video, yeah. <laughs> that clip, right? Yeah, that one clip. Got, <laughs> yeah, you guys see that clip. Uh, but, yeah, like I said, I appreciate the love. You know, uh, yeah, I, I guess he'd be seeing on Twitter. You know, I, I'm always posting on Twitter. And I stay in that gym. You know, I don't really miss too many days. I, I fought on Saturday. You know, I was back in the gym on Monday. I sparred on Monday. So, Damn. Yeah, I, I stay locked in. <laughs> Is the attention overwhelming? Because you seem like kind of a shy guy and you're super focused on your goals. Is it is it to the point now where the attention is overwhelming to you? Um, no, the, the attention don't bother me. Uh, it's, it's regular for me. Uh, I don't really pay too much mind. You know, it doesn't bother me. Uh, I always show love to the fans, you know, sign autographs, talk to the kids, you know, give back, um, things like that. I actually, I'm actually speaking to uh, some kids on Thursday. so. Yeah, I still do a lot of things like that. So uh, all the attention don't bother me. It's, uh, I actually like it. <laughs> I think along, uh, you, you've said this, along with the fame, you also have to give back. And I think there was, uh, for your last fight, you dedicated mm -hmm. to a, a kid named Jackson Ramirez. He's mm -hmm. seven years old mm -hmm. with IPEX syndrome. It's a rare genetic disorder, a disease that requires bone marrow, a bone marrow transplant. So right now he's having trouble finding a match. Uh, so um, I don't know. I mean, I'm, we can put in the later or in post uh, where they can go. To hopefully, if they're a match, because I clicked on. I'm like, oh, this is the site that you know maybe I could be a match for it. But um, yeah. how did how did that come about? I know he's a he's a fan of yours. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, uh, well, I had read up on the story, you know, of you know what he, what he had going on and things like that, and kind of found out, you know, he was a, a fan of mine. So my people just got in touch with him and. Ever since then, you know, I was talking to him. I was encouraging him and doing things like that on FaceTime with him uh, a few times. You know, I was just trying to let him know that he got someone else here other than his family, you know, uh, giving him motivation, you know, and things like that. And, and let letting him know that he's a fighter and he can he could do it, you know. And uh, hopefully, you know, somebody be a match for him. You, you are such a centered, focused young man completely focused on the sport and getting to the next level. Do you meditate? What do you do when you're not, how do you keep that tunnel vision? How do you keep the blinders on to stay on the goal? Cause it's very easy to get distracted, particularly when you're so young. I'm not sure. I guess that's what, it, what my dad installed in me when I was little, you know, I don't know. It's just, that's something I always, I always stayed out the way. I always was in the house. <laughs> if I wasn't in the house, I was at the gym. If I wasn't at the gym. I was playing basketball somewhere. If I wasn't playing basketball, I was home. So I I didn't really do too much as a kid anyway. So I've always been like this all my life. And I'm still doing the same stuff, <laughs> playing basketball, going to the gym, running, and coming home. That's it. No partying, none of that. You come from a family of boxers. Your father is uh, Derek Boozy or Bozy Ennis. Bozy, Bozy, yeah. And then you have two <laughs> brothers that were also fighters. Uh, so you know nothing but boxing. 
Am I right? Uh, yeah. I mean, I know. I mean, I, I played basketball too, but uh, my dad, you know, growing up, he was like, "You gonna learn how to fight?" He said, "But you don't gotta fight." He said, "I'm just teach you how to fight," and he, he never forced it on me. So that was the best part right there. Him not forcing on me, and I just wanted to fall in love with you know the boxing game. And like like you said, it's all I know. It's all you know. <laughs> so I, yeah. I, yeah, I've been doing this all my life since I was a baby. So yeah, that's why that's probably why I'm so comfortable you know, in the ring and around the cameras and, and like the fans and stuff like that. Like none of that stuff bothered me because I've, I've been around it before. And my brothers, you know, they, they fought on Showtime and, and Showbox and ESPN and all that stuff. The cameras was always around. So it was like nothing, it's like nothing new to me. Like now it's my turn. So it's like regular for me. <laughs> so you like to play basketball. If you had to pull somebody out of boxing right now to play one-on-one with, oh. who would you stomp out? <laughs> who would you dunk on? Who are you looking at right now? If you had to, you know, play a little pickup game, not no horse, like an actual <laughs> half-court game. Who are you just mm. killing on a basketball court right now? Like somebody that I played with before. Or just Yeah, and, 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 and they just happen to be a boxer. Who are you killing mm. right now? I don't know. Any, I want to smoke with anybody on the court. <laughs> you know, I mean, apparently, who's supposed to be good. I remember I have a video of Devin Haney, uh, mm. Tan, no, uh, mm. Shakur, and Terrence Crawford. Oh, uh, Crawford. No, I'll Sha- talk about Sha- basketball. Shakur, Shakur, Shakur actually can hoop. I played with Shakur before, too. Okay. Shakur who won? Hoop. Who yeah. won? Who's uh, better? We was, was, was on the same team. We, we, oh. played, in o- <laughs> we played in the OTC. <laughs> what is what is the you know also uh, Crawford hoops, Pacquiao hoops, Floyd? Oh, yeah, hoops. they do. All of them. I all think of every them. boxer like kind of like all of every boxer that's athletic and that's winning basically. They all hoop. They know how to hoop. <laughs> so what comparisons that? Uh, what do you do in boxing that you can take over into basketball that makes you a better player and vice versa? Or what's something in basketball um, that would make you a better boxer? Um, basketball and be- basketball and boxing is like like hand eye coordination. Um, like there's there's a, a lot of things hand eye coordination and you like you being smart making like smart decisions like with the ball and stuff like that. So you could do that in boxing, making smart decisions with boxing. That's a lot of things that uh that mesh together, you know. Um but they definitely two different sports though. Okay. <laughs> definitely two different sports. Yeah. Well I know besides basketball, I saw on your IG story today that you were Okay, I have to make sure. Before I ask, you were in the studio, so were you throwing down bars? Or are you producing? What are you doing? Because we got someone uh, over here who can throw down bars. She was just uh, rapping earlier. Yeah, you know, I might have a little hot 16. Do you have a hot uh, 16 for us? Oh, my God. Throw a beat, girl. No, I, throw I a beat. I'm not going to embarrass myself <laughs> like that. That's for um, Yeah, I was, I was in the studio last Friday uh, playing around uh, me. Uh, a couple of my friends and you know my cousin and you know just playing around you know rapping is different you know and it's a different way to you know release release you know uh, energy and stuff like that so it's actually it's fun for me and uh so you were rapping <laughs> okay so i didn't know yeah. when you said i'm messing around in the studio so i didn't know if you were the one yeah, laying down beat. no i heard it we want to hear it now i want to yeah, hear it. we were waiting we okay were waiting. i wasn't sure because i was in here listening i was like i think this is him i'm gonna just ask him why don't you just mm-hmm. why don't you just give us a give little give us sample? a little give us a little giandra eight. over here can can oh like, no <laughs> oh no i'm not gonna give us something give us a travis can we get a beat our producer's gonna give you a beat yeah are you ready are you ready Oh, yes, give us a beat, Travis. Uh, I ain't got nothing no. for you. Damn. 
I ain't got nothing for well, you. Well, give, <laughs> give us what was on the story, because we know you got that. Let me see. I got it on my phone. All right, run, run it for us. Don't give us no copyright strike now. <laughs> right? No, no, no. I got you. <laughs> I know, right? Okay, the extent of my Because if not, we're going to have to put a little track underneath and it won't sound anything like it. Nothing. I'll put like some, some like salsa under there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we ready. <laughs> This is me and my cousin. Shout out to the cousin, Bloodline one time. One time for the cousin. (laughs) Echo it up, double it up, boots, double it up for us. Give it to us. Come on. High 16, go. High 16. Yeah. You better not copyright strike us. We're going to pop him into the Migos. Right. Since they're over there breaking up. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Offset, takeoff, and boots. Boots. Live yeah. and direct from Philly. Okay, we see you lip syncing. Give it to us. I know. Why don't you just sing? Just drop us some stuff. You you got earphones in already. Space and opportunity. Yeah. (laughs) Just do it. Don't be shy. We're all friends. A little bit. (laughs) (laughs) This sounds pretty good. It is. He was playing around on Friday, so that's playing around. Damn. Okay, and yeah. the production value sounds. <laughs> I know, right? Because we've heard good. some some rapping from boxers that wasn't uh, it. I don't. I mean, it's, <laughs> like, rap, rapping is rapping is fun. It's kind of hard, but once you get used to it, you know everything starts flowing and stuff like that. So I think I'm I think I'm at the point where I'm getting used to being in a studio now. So. I don't know. Maybe I might drop an uh, EP or album or something. <laughs> would you Would you ever wrap yourself to the ring? I was just gonna ask that. Uh, I was going I was going to do it when I for uh, Thomas the Learn made it. Me and my cousin got another song together, but uh, they gave him the mic, but they didn't give me the headset. Oh, so it was cool. It was cool though. Is your rap name maybe, Boots, or do you have a different rap name? My rap name Boots too. <laughs> how'd you How'd you get the How'd you get the name Boots? Work. Um, when I when I was little, you know, uh, I was going to join my dad and stuff like that. And um, well, my nickname originally was supposed to be Boops, B O O P S. My mom gave me that nickname. And when I was going to the gym, you know, being a bad little kid, going to the gym with my dad and stuff like that. And he, my dad was like saying, like Boops, come here, Boops, come here. And everybody thought he was saying Boops like your shoes. So we just changed it ever since. It just stuck with me. So. <laughs> When, <laughs> when you have your evil makeover, when you turn into the bad guy like fighters do and they start getting tattoos, then you have to start telling them, my name is Boots because I'm putting my foot in your ass or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> That's funny. That's cute. So I know, yeah. th- I know that um, since we I mentioned Terrence Crawford, I did see that uh, you were, I think, at the snack gym. Am I correct? 
You were were you there? Up no, in... no, I no, I never went yet. You Not have yet. Oh, I didn't go yet. you have never. Yeah. Victor has never invited you up there. No, I was gonna go. I thought the snake gym was close to where I was fighting it. Oh, but he said it's like seven. They said it's like seven hours away or something like yeah, that. I didn't it, know it was that far away. It's up north. Honestly, you should really yeah. uh, take a weekend because it mm -hmm. will kick your ass because it's a different level type of training. I mean, you've seen Devin Haney do it. You've seen Terrence Crawford. Mm -hmm. That no, no one ever thought Terrence Crawford would ever do that. And uh, that level type, that that type of training is so different. Like you thought you had endurance. Mm -hmm. No. You th you thought you right. can breathe? No, because it's all it's yeah. it's a different type of training. It's elevation training, but it's like you're hooked up to all these things. But uh, you know what? I'm gonna tell Uncle Victor. You better go because I I kept saying I go. I am so high on boots. <laughs> you have no idea. I've been like championing yeah. you. I'm like we need to have him on. We need to have him on. I Damn appreciate it. it. Yeah, and I was appreciate like, it. and I knew you weren't a champion just yet. But I'm like, man, if if you're not a welterweight champion, if this fight these fights never come to fruition, I, God, I hope they do. Uh, yeah. you're moving up to, you're going to move up to 154, maybe take on, who is it? Tony Harrison, who, anyone in that division, Charlo, anybody? Anybody, but like I said, I got, I got business to handle at 47. Once I get these belts, then I'll go to 54 and okay. I'll take on anybody up there too. So it don't really matter. <laughs> I remember one time when I spoke to you individually for Boxing Insider, we talked about how it seemed like. You and Virgil Ortiz were on um, parallel paths, and people were talking about that fight was the one to make. But it seems like you have long pushed past that, even that point as you're pursuing the champions. Are those kind of fights even mm -hmm. still of interest to you, or is it all about the champions now? Um, most definitely, that, that fight still interests me. Uh, I, every time I get asked that question uh, about me and him, I always say, "Yeah, we can make it happen right now," and they, they'll say something else. So. At the end of the day, they know they know where to come. They know where to find me. I ain't being high. We taking on any and everybody. Oscar De La Hoya, did you hear that? One of my bosses. Can you make this fight happen, Virgil Ortiz? That was a good fight. I like that. Uh, at the end of your fight, the one in L.A. Um, you called out Spence, yeah. and you fighting mm -hmm. on the undercard of Charlotte. Everybody is right there, space and opportunity. So mm -hmm. after the fight, did he say he is Spence is a student of the game? He enjoys the fights. He goes to them. He watches. He tweets about them. Did you guys have mm -hmm. any type of interaction with each other? Have you guys ever even spoken to each other? Because people mention I mean, you a lot to him too. I mean, I mean, we was on Facetime one time, uh, right? Well, like like two years ago, when like when the pandemic first started, we was on Facetime. We was going back and forth, uh, but. That was about it. And then we was going back and forth at the fight. And that was about it, though. Hmm. We got to put you guys in the yeah. same room. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> Derek James, we can make that happen. You know what? They should hoop. <laughs> they should. I don't know if Errol can hoop. I'm not sure. I don't think he can. I've never seen him. Maybe they should him. go fishing. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go fishing in Derek's pond. Derek James and Errol have a pond that they always talk about. So, <laughs> um, I'm going. I'm going fishing June fourth. There you go, June fourth. <laughs> so I know that um, you know when people always talk about you that you're just a you're just a gifted fighter that you're such a treat to watch. Um, you're naturally you're you can fight both. You're a switch hitter, southpaw, orthodox. Which one do you feel mm. more comfortable? And how did you learn that? Are you ambidextrous or you are you lefty righty naturally when you write? I'm both. I'm both with everything. And um, uh, wow. I I started out southpaw, and my dad turned me uh, right handed. But everything, all that stuff just came natural. Natural though. I never 
Like, you know how you first come to the gym and, you know, train to make you step and do certain things. I never did that. I just came to the gym and just street smart. <laughs> wow. Why'd so, your dad switch you? So, no, he just, he didn't switch me. He just, he taught me, he taught me, once I learned, once I got one side down pack, he was like, all right, you can, you can learn the other side. And he taught me the other side too. And now when I fight, I just fight both ways now. So yeah, like, it became natural for me. So since you're a switch a switch hitter and you're strong mm -hmm. in both sides, what would you say is your strongest tool in your arsenal then? On, on what side? On both sides? Uh, yeah. Either or, or both. Either or both, I mean, yeah. I, honestly, I feel like on both sides, everything the same, power, speed, defense. Um, what's your favorite, really what's your favorite I, thing I, I you like my, to throw? I think my jab on, on the orthodox side is better than – on the softball side, and then yeah, you got a good on the softball side. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, appreciate it. And on the softball side, I probably say it like my uppercut. On the softball side, my left uppercut. Yeah. Interesting. I I just I'm intrigued by southpaw fighters because they always say the punch that you don't see coming is the one that's the the most devastating. Is it would it be satisfying for you who as someone started as a southpaw? To, to finish someone off that way? Or do you even think about these things? You know, like so many kids, when they think about basketball, everyone envisions that buzzer beater shot of making the mm -hmm. shot. Do you have a vision in your mind of, I want to finish this fight this way because I've always worked on this particular set of moves? Um, honestly, when I was in that ring, I just, everything needs like natural instinct. <laughs> I just been there smiling, have my fun, and, uh, and I'll be locked in Everything I do is natural. Like I don't ever go in there saying I'm gonna, oh, I'm gonna throw this, I'm gonna throw that. I just go off what the person do, you know, and make a counter shot, you know, and you know, I'll think them and you know, and set up my big shots. And I'm like, I don't ever go in there looking for a shot, a certain shot, or none of that. So, yeah, everything natural for me. What do you think separates you from the the rest of the division? Everybody has their own thoughts about their own abilities. So, what separates you from them? Um, I feel like what separates me from them is, like you said, I fight right-handed, left-handed. I can, I can do it all. I can fight in the inside. I can fight in the outside. I can box. I can bang. Uh, whatever, you, whatever you want, I can do it. I'm like a variety pick. You know, uh, and, and, and I'm hungry, and I have fun doing what I'm doing. That, that's, the, that's a major key right there. When you you hungry and having fun and doing what you do, it's hard to be somebody like that. Oh, that's true, actually. Do you think that you could would lose the hunger as you become more popular, you become more well-paid? So what kind of thing can take you off of that, of maintaining that hunger? How do you keep that intact to keep you going? I, honestly, the like the more I keep moving up the ladder and keep, you know, getting paid more and things like that, it's making me more hungry. I don't, <laughs> like, I, like I tweeted it before my last fight, I said, I was like, honestly, I said this might have been the hungriest I've been in a, a long time. Like, I feel like I just keep getting hungry and hungry as it, as I go on. So I feel like when I grab one of those boats, I feel like it's going to make me even more hungrier to grab the rest of the boats and and do, uh, you know, become a legend and do, do legend things. You've never lost us. 
you've never lost a round in your 77 rounds that you've ever fought. You're a dedicated uh, amateur. You're highly decorated, excuse me, undedicated, obviously. You're a silver and gold medal, <laughs> a U.S. National Golden Gloves champion, 2014-2015. You've said that you want to bring boxing back to Philly. We know boxing is prevalent in Philadelphia, but since pandemic has happened, a lot of things have changed. What do you want to bring back to Philly that boxing fans or just fans that are coming into the sport need to know about Philadelphia? Um, well, I mean, I'm, uh, well, we got Scooter, Kuba, Steph, you know, he fights Saturday. Yeah. And he got two world titles. So uh, I just, you know, I want to continue to, you know, add on. You know, we already got one one champion. So I want, you know, become the next champion, you know, and, uh, continue to keep it on for, you know, the Philly legacy and things like that. So, yeah, I just want to do that and, you know, be an example for the kids and things like that and lay out a blueprint for them. If you wanted to put on for the Philly legacy, how about a fight with Danny Garcia at the Larcoria <laughs> Center? Is that how you say it? The Larcoria uh, Center? Why not a fight uh, with Danny Garcia? Leah Cora Center. Leah Cora Center. Leah Cora Sorry, Center. it's over yeah. there at Temple. How about a big fight with yeah. you and Danny Garcia? Big you, Philly, you Philly know, showdown. I'm, definitely, I'm, de I'm definitely with it, so... <laughs> we can make it happen. I'm with it. Fun. We've already floated that to Leon uh, Leonardo <laughs> Leonard. <laughs> yeah, we we told Leonard yeah. to make that fight for you. We try to matchmake over mm -hmm. here. <laughs> Minim minimally, minimally, minimally. But if it does happen, mm -hmm. then we do take credit for it. For sure, <laughs> we'll take five percent. <laughs> exactly. Cut us in. <laughs> Cut us in. But uh -huh. um, I mean, uh, so you know, when you talked about making that bank. I mean, this is Giander's. I love Giander when she asks this question, but what's the most uh, nicest thing you've ever bought for yourself with the, mm. yeah, because boxers, you can see it on their face. You can see it in their teeth. They got diamonds in their teeth and jewelry. I don't see none of that. I just see a pair of glasses. What do you Them glasses cost a lot of money. That's Quit true. Playing. They're probably like Cartier. Those are probably like 24 karat gold. Uh, okay, he probably didn't um. hit the barber today. You know? <laughs> um. I probably say uh my little my little chain that I got I got and I got a Cartier watch but I I really I'm not too flashy like I don't really care about those things like that but I know I gotta wear stuff like that you know to I guess not put on an image but you know you don't need to put on to an be, image you already not, we can not put see on image, yeah not not to put on an image but to be like I don't know I don't I can't really say like to be. I don't know. I don't know what I'm, you, you get what I'm trying to say. Though, I, right? I, I get it. You know, I, like I, just to, I, I guess this, I guess you could say fashionly recognized or something like that. Cause I, I'm, I'm not into fashion like that. Uh, I, I, I do see that Amiri hat on though. It's pretty snatch. <laughs> I've been trying, I've been trying to get my boyfriend that hat and it's sold out. You don't even yeah. want to know how much that thing is. <laughs> yeah. if, if, it was up, if it was up to me, I'll probably be wearing sweatshirts all my life. I, just, I feel <laughs> me like too. I need it. I need it. Yeah, I, I need to get my like my fashion up a little bit, but I don't, I don't really. My problem is I, I like to eat. That's me treating myself. <laughs> you know, Danny Garcia yeah. has a suit collection out there. Yeah, if you want to rock some of his suits. <laughs> <laughs> we know what those look like. So, <laughs> bless your soul. Good job, though. It's, it's there's some suits. Uh, Sean know. Porter rocked one on. Yes, he did. Yeah, he did. Yes, he most certainly did. But I feel what you're saying about. A certain yeah. level of having chain and these things yeah. for street credibility. I hear a lot of rappers say that. Kanye rapped about yeah. that, how when he got his first advance, he went and got a chain so he could look yeah. a certain part. Yeah. How how necessary really, is that? Do people on the other side of the industry, not fans, but corporate yeah. and execs, do they tell you, you know what, Jerron, you might want to step this up? Like, what what's being said to you, even from the marketing standpoint, from the commercial standpoint, 
to help you um, further your career? Uh, that you I don't can know. share. I, I, I mean, I feel like I mean, I could talk more. I mean, you know, I already talk too much. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not quiet. That's why but we I'm in your business. <laughs> That's why I'm more. I'm more like chilled and things like that. So I don't really, you know, talk too much like that. So I probably say talking more and things like that. I mean, well, I'm, I'm starting to now. Like I'm going to, like I said, I'm going to go speak to kids. I probably would have never did that four years ago. Like I, I'm not really big on talking, but I mean, that's things that I have to do and I got to get better at. So why not start now? Absolutely. You know, when you were talking about fashion, I know that you were rocking some box raw, which I love mm -hmm. box raw. So I know that Gervonta, Usyk, Loma, um, Clarissa, they all had their own line at one point. And I, I know Ben Amana, the owner. A boxer, and I remember I asked him during an interview. I go, so on your your target hit hit list, like, do do guy or do fighters slide in your DM like, hey, I want to rock your stuff? He's like, no. How he chooses people to wear the stuff is because he likes them because he's also a former fighter. So I believe yeah. I'm going to put this out there right now that Ben is going to choose you because of your trajectory and uh, the way you fight, you're a fan-friendly fighter, that you're going to have the next capsule of line of box rock. I'm going to put it out there, and I'm going to just tell him. I'm like, I think Ennis needs his own. <laughs> I, I, I think Boots needs his yeah. own. Because, like, Gervonta has the gorilla one. Usyk mm -hmm. has the one undisputed. Loma was the original guy, but I, I really believe you're going to be the next one. You, are the, you uh, really thank, are the next it. big thing in boxing. <laughs> Thank I'm just you, so thank you. Appreciate yeah. it. Just saying it right now. So what would the boots <laughs> in this look look like? You know, the glasses are very minimalist and expensive. So that tells me classy. You know, the beard is shaped up and you put some stuff in it. Tell your homeboys to do the same because some of them look a little dry. So what would the boots in this line of clothing look like? Like what is when what it was up to me? Yeah. yeah. Heck yeah. Let's let's sweat put suit. it all That's out it. there. But what with the sweatsuits? Sweatsuits are do, tricky. You could are do. They joggers? Are they joggers? Are they, they baggy? They could do casual, like uh, up upsell. Are up, they cashmere? Yeah, like, what upscale are they cash. Um, probably joggers. Um, maybe some baggy, like the one I had on, like the Bachar one. Uh, they actually comfortable too. So some cargoes. I don't know. I, I'm not like I said. I'm not too really big on fashion, so I really don't. I really don't know. <laughs> okay, so if you're not big on fashion, I, and I'm, I, Giandra and I always look at. It, we're always tweeting or texting like what the guys are wearing in the ring. Mm -hmm. So I've seen you wearing mm -hmm. some furry stuff, some pink stuff. The last do stuff was you fun. choose your ring outfit? Yes, I do. <laughs> you do. So what's the story yeah, of this that's, last? That's one? different though. <laughs> okay, so tell uh, us the story of this most recent ring gear for the May Fourteenth fight. Um. Well, the last one was kind of kind of like easy. I just wanted to do uh, I wanted to wear hot pink and silver. So I, I and I just added another color. I just added white to it. I could have added any color, but yeah, that one was kind of easy. But I usually like get my colors from like like man or something like that, like the video games, like the jerseys and stuff like that oh. they be wearing. Mm -hmm. I do things like that, and I try to mix colors together. Or if I see like a nice bag and they got like three different colors in there, I I probably still that. There's <laughs> uh, a, a bunch of different things. I bet you damn well no one has ever asked you that question, but for us. real, am I right? N no, nobody. Asked, nobody asked. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine Ellie asking. <laughs> okay. Oh my god. So now, so now that we've got some new insight to you, so you are a gamer. So what is yeah. in the what's in the PlayStation Xbox? PC. What are you? What are you? What are you playing right now? Are you going to get on Twitch uh, so people can play with you? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I play PlayStation Five. Uh, 
my peoples were telling me about Twitch, but I don't really play the game enough to get on Twitch. I feel like I just play it only when I'm in camp. And that's no, it. but that's the best that's time. That's the best time. That's yeah. the best time because a lot of fighter, I mean, not a lot of fighters, a, a lot of fans or even non-boxing fans, are gonna, they would love to just join in with you and obviously talk right. shit. And then also just yeah. get to know you because that's really the time that you're really invested in just your downtime and just um, they they want to say, I beat Ennis. Exactly. <laughs> I beat Boots <laughs> new fan on group. whatever, right. on, on at, uh, what is that? Um Whatever y'all, Pac-Man. Yeah, <laughs> Love Pac-Man. <laughs> okay, so I see you wearing your glasses. I remember asking mm. pro, uh, the professor, uh, Joshua Franco, the glasses. I mm. wear mine because I can't see far. He cannot see in the ring, but he can't wear his glasses. He can't wear contacts. What You're not allowed hell? to. Why do you wear glasses? Are you nearsighted, farsighted, or is that just for fashion? Um... He ain't gonna tell. He it. ain't gonna say. It's all right. It's gonna be. It's a fighter. We're it's a fighter. Like, hmm. No, because I remember Boots when I asked him. Yeah, he's huh? near. No, but one of them. He's like, and he's he's a champion now. He's like, I can't see. I'm like, you're you're going in this fight no, blind. I, I can see. I definitely can see. I can see <laughs> Obviously, can <laughs> you're knocking everyone out. We ain't breaking that story here. I, Th that's why those glasses <laughs> are just for show. Like. I'm yeah, blind. Yeah, they just show. <laughs> they go with the Miri hat. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> they just for show. <laughs> oh, and then also I saw uh, golf. We saw that. I mean, I don't. Oh, I don't yeah. Are you good at golf? Are you like an, a Canelo-esque um, type of golfer? No. <laughs> <laughs> that was no. sad. No. <laughs> golf, golf, golfing is, 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 is hard. It's like real hard. Like I, I didn't start getting better towards until the end. But golfing, golfing is real hard. It's definitely hard. I like it though. It's fun. Uh, you know, it got to a, it got to a point where I wasn't even trying to hit it in the hole. I just was trying to hit it as far as I could. So. <laughs> What's the hardest? <laughs> it, it was part? fun though. Um, I think when you like you hit trying you trying to hit the ball and trying to make it go far and trying like aim it to where you wanted to go. That's the hardest part. And it's a certain way you got do. You got to bend your knees. Then you got to hold your hands a certain way. Then you got to rotate your. It's just it's too much. It's a lot. It I sounds like you're throwing an uppercut. Right? Right? Yeah. You got to use your legs, yeah. your hips. Now, I know Canelo said that uh, he wants to be the best because it is a challenge for him. And, I mean, he does pretty mm. damn well for it. He do pretty uh, good. Do yeah. you ever think that this is a big challenge for you and you might want to get better at it? Um. Yeah. I, uh, I always used to uh, play around and say I, I wanted to be a golfer, but I actually like it. And I think... Maybe you know after I retire, I might go. I might play golf a little bit of golf. You yeah, know? how fun that would yeah. that you you could be on the golf course with Canelo, Tom Brady, mm -hmm. some golfers like some of the biggest celebrities and whoever uh, box, uh, golfing aficionados, and you could kick some of their asses. Okay, that would be a big <laughs> fun. Uh -huh. Damn, cool imagine event. you beat Tom Brady's ass. I love Tom Brady. I'm a Pats. <laughs> well, I'm a Pats fan whatever he moved on to another team but whatever but um you know they always say some of the best uh in their own sport are even better mm -hmm. in another sport but you never know you are pretty damn good yeah. in boxing so i'm just saying <laughs> thank you appreciate you or, no, or maybe bowling too i like bowling too yeah i just like the yeah. way that you're describing how difficult it is it sounds like yeah. learning to throw a punch mm -hmm. so you got to tap yeah. into that that young boots energy when you first started <laughs> throwing punches and then, you know, mm. next thing you know, 
you Tiger Woods in out here. <laughs> right? We'd be like, we called it. <laughs> we knew, we uh, knew Boots. <laughs> All right. So, Boots, uh, we are called the best women's boxing show, period. We mm. do interview men, but we also do talk about women's boxing. Do you watch women's boxing? And if you do, are you a big fan? And who are your favorite fighters? Um, most definitely I watch uh, women's boxing. Um, right now, I like uh, Carissa doing her thing. Shadisha Green doing her thing. She a beast. Um, Alicia uh, Bumgarner, she doing her thing. Um, uh, Michaela, she doing her thing. So I think they're about to fight each other too. Um, There's a got? lot of females that I watch. Who do you have in that fight? Well, so Michaela Mayer. On that fight? Yeah, and Alicia Baumgartner. That's a good one. Oh yeah. That's a great. That's a great fight. I just can't wait to see it. I don't know. I can't. I can't really pick. You know, I, I want to see it though. The great style matchup. It really is. Yeah. And then uh, yeah. you have Clarissa Shields. She's going to be fighting Savannah Marshall mm-hmm. September third mm-hmm. in the UK. Do you uh, are you familiar with Savannah Marshall? Not not really until like you know until they start uh, putting Clarissa and her together. And and I I seen her last fight, and you know uh, I think I think Clarissa's going to get her. Okay. I think Clarissa's going to stab her. Mm-hmm. Oh. And so lastly, before we wrap up the show. We know you are a very nice guy. It's clear you're a very nice guy. <laughs> you're nice. But you're probably not so nice in the gym. No. And we have a segment called Talk Your Shit. So you have 30 seconds since you are on Zoom. Your camera is right in front of you to mm-hmm. the fans or haters or other fighters. You have 30 seconds. <laughs> Jerron Boots Ennis, go ahead and talk your shit. <laughs> I'm gonna kill him with kindness. I, I, I'm not too worried about no haters and all that. And they, they ain't doing nothing but motivate me. You know, uh, you know, helping me, helping me do my thing. That's all. I ain't worried about them. And and these, these other guys know what's up. You know, they know where to find me. We ain't, we ain't doing no high. I, I want to smoke with everybody. All right, man. Talk about really killing them with kindness. That okay. was so nice with a smile too. I always okay. <laughs> and then next fight, uh, knockout, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. Lastly, yeah. I do want to ask you uh, a prediction. Uh, well, two predictions: Spence versus Crawford. Ooh. Spence versus Crawford. Yeah. Um, and, uh, that's a 50-50 fight for me. Uh, two good fighters. Um. I feel like we're not, we're not, you can't really say who won't win that fight. We're not going to know until fight night, you know, uh, and may the best man win. <laughs> who, I mean, sure. if it were your choice, who would you like to go up against? Ooh. Um, no, I really don't care who it is. It could be either one. I, I fight, whoever, I fight the winner and then fight the other person that lost. So it don't really matter to me. Right. I just, I just want, I just want my, my shot and my opportunity and show the, show the world that I'm the best welterweight in the world. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then lastly, um, it's the it's the match, it's the grudge match that we've all been waiting for, Canelo mm-hmm. versus Triple G three. Um. <laughs> That's a lot of people. <laughs> Do you care? Is it relevant? Yeah, is it relevant? Um, As a you're a fighter and a fi- exactly. and a fan, so and you're it, you're not in that weight I, division, so you yeah, can say you whatever can, you honestly, want. Honestly, um. I don't think so, but I think Canelo going going to stop him this time. I think, yeah, I think Canelo going to stop him this time. Triple G, a great fighter. He uh he he did a lot of great things, but I think he a little older now, and I think it's I think it's probably going to be his last fight. Mm. Mm. Aww. 
Yeah. Oh, and one more. I, since the reports just came out that Anthony Joshua has now picked up Robert Garcia as yes. part of his team, uh, mm -hmm. do you believe that bringing in uh, a different coach right now to teach him a little bit more as a, a different strategy will help him in his uh, rematch against Alexander Usyk? Um, honestly, when you keep switching trainers like that, um, you get confused, and you, and then when you get in a fight, he might go back to doing his old stuff. So yeah, I feel like switching trainers. I feel like switching trainers is it could be good some to uh, to a certain point, and then it could be bad to a certain point. So I don't know. We're gonna have to see uh, see how how it turn out. All right. Yes, how does that end? Who do you think wins? Um. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, it's going in just like, like that earphone like, just fell yeah. out of his head. Oh, <laughs> um, I'm I'm not sure. Uh, this is a safe a hard, space. A the brown table is a safe yeah, space. You is. can say whatever you like. They're not even in your weight division, <laughs> right? No, no, no. I know, I know that. But that's that's a that's, a, that's still a good fight, even though you know uh, Usyk's won that last one. But that's still a great fight. Um, I don't know. Maybe maybe uh, Joshua will come back, you know, better this time. But who knows? U Usyk nice though. I like I like Usyk, so that fight up in the air for me too. Still, so I don't know. <laughs> Joshua, full sure. California. He a full Californian. Now. I know, right? He wearing marathon shirts. He working mm -hmm. with Robert Garcia. He a full Californian <laughs> right? now. He'll be wearing Palm Angels uh -huh. next. Oh, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna clip this out as a as a little clip um, for our socials. Who do you got? Haney, Cambosos. Ooh. Or Undisputed. Undisputed. And um, land down under. Uh, Cambosos, uh, good, but I think I'm, I'm rocking with Haney. And I think uh, I'm pulling for Haney to stop him. You think he'll knock him out? In the late rounds. I feel like I feel like Haney's going to have to bring that dog out, and I think he's going to do it, you know, uh, get a late, a late stoppage. You know what? It's, I love both fighters, but got to bring it back, USA. 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 Yeah, got to rock with Haney on this one. You know. All right. Oh, boots! It went so fast. I know it did. We had so much fun. You know, next time you're in <laughs> Vegas, you need you need to come visit us at the Brown Table. At the Brown Table with the brown folks. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the Most best brown yeah, women's yeah. boxing show. Period. <laughs> <laughs> Most definitely, we do an in-person one. I got y'all. Yeah, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna call Uncle Victor. And be like, y'all, you need to bring, you need to go up to Snack Gym, and he's gonna kick your ass. That's all I'm gonna say they, right they, now. They, 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 invi they invited me though up there. I just you uh, need to go. I, yeah, they invited me. I told them that I was gonna come up there. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe for my next camp, I'll go out there. Oh like, God! Towards the, end, towards the end of my camp, and oh. you know, go out there. It's some good work. Yeah, it, 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 yeah. He's going to put you to work, work. My goodness. All right, Boots, yeah. thank you so much. We appreciate your time, and um, we can't wait to see who you're going to be fighting next, and hopefully it's going to be Errol Spence or Terrence Crawford or the winner of that. and Or uh, Danny Garcia. Or Danny Garcia or Thurman. Anyone. <laughs> you never know. I even said Anybody. if Sean Porter comes back in the mix, that would be a fun no, fight. No. I know his Anybody. ass needs to stay behind the mic because he's – He's done well, but um, we would love to see. We you want back the, the all ring. Philly showdown. I'll come yeah. out to Philly for that. Yeah, uh, you know what? I'll even <laughs> buy one of Danny's suits, and we can rock up. We could buy one suit, and then that way you could have the half side and the half side, and we'll just stand together like some bookends. <laughs> we love it. You know what? We love it. It's all about publicity and right. promotion. Okay, boots. Um, thank you so much. We uh, have a shit. Good luck in your next fight. We appreciate you. Uh, thank right. you. Appreciate y'all for having me. Shout thank out you. to.
Tell the yo, you know. Thank you. And we're going to send you that <laughs> clip of Leonard talking about you with Floyd. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Thank you. Bye. Take Thank care. You. Bye. See y'all. Bye. All right. <laughs> Bye. Boots is so cool. Just so cool. So down to earth. So classy. Nice young man. Focused. Right? He kill him with kindness. Great, he's gonna kill him with kindness. He's gonna kill him with them fists too. My God. It's uh it's one of those things that it's just he smiles and he's just like thinking, I know I can knock that motherfucker out. I <laughs> know. <laughs> he's like when I hear Danny Garcia's name or Thurman, it's like I got him. I got him. I got okay. him. Philly stand up. But I wish, I really wish he said either Errol or Terrence. I mean, those are both great fights. But um, that, I, I, I don't, I would love to see how he would do with either one. It's a great, it's a great looking fight. It's a Be great match. Because Terrence is a switch hitter also. Yes, he, yes, he is. He absolutely Imagine is. both of them just switching. Just We're switching. like, wait, what's just happening right now? <laughs> wait, no, stop. You, no, no, you, no, you, yeah. no, you, no. Okay. Yeah. So, well, that was a good one. And, um. We, we said some predictions that we're going to be able to talk about in our next show. So make sure you guys make your predictions and tweet it at us. Tell us guests that you want. Tell us what you thought of Jerron Ennis Boots. Uh, wait, Jerron Antello. Jerron Boots Ennis. And uh, who, who he should be fighting next. And you know what? He'll see it. Make sure you tag us. Tag him. Tag everybody. Tag everybody and they mama. Tag Showtime. Yeah, them too. <laughs> make it happen. Steven Espinosa. Yeah, Steven, we want you on the show. Yes. Showtime. All right, it's time for you to go back home. It's time to take it back to the West Side. West Side. I wish you drew some, I, I wish you dropped some bars. Let's see. Do I have any bars? Travis. Give, give us a, a beat. Give us a beat, Travis. You Let's you see. You rip. You rip. Mm, 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 mm. We just have boots. You know he's a hoot. He's a big time fighter and he knows the truth. Oh, maybe that's Errol Spence. And maybe he's nice. I got too many vices. It's been a long week. The beat ran out. Oh. Hey, yeah. hey, check out my ad lib. <laughs> And this is the fun that we have here at the Best Women's Boxing Show, period. Another one in the can. Until next week, I am Cynthia Conte. And I'm Giandra LaBeouf. And see you guys at the Bites. Bye, guys. <laughs>